You're listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached during the online worship service of Central United Methodist Church. We are located in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to join us for our live worship experience through Facebook or Zoom every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Visit www.cumcballston.org for details. There you can also learn more about our congregation where we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Each year on February 8th, the Scouts BSA program celebrates its birthday. It's a date officially known as Scouting Anniversary Day. As part of this birthday celebration, and to recognize the contributions of everyone who's involved in scouting, we celebrate Scout Sunday in February. Scout Sunday is a day of service to our churches and chartering organizations who sponsor our troops and packs. It allows each scout to demonstrate the 12th point of the scout law. A scout is reverent. The scout law represents 12 principles that a scout lives by. Its origins date back to 1908 with Lord Robert Baden Powell's original Scouting for Boys publication. While it had been revised slightly over the years, its basic tendons endure. The scout law is as follows. A scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, Friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. If the values embedded in the Scout Law sound familiar, it's because they're a part of our Christian values. We even see elements of the Ten Commandments in the Scout Law. The last one, a Scout is reverent, is especially fitting for today, Scout Sunday. It means that a Scout feels and shows deep and solemn respect towards God. A scout is faithful in his or her religious duties and respects the conviction of others in matters of custom or religion. It's our duty to follow our faith and also respect and defend the rights of others to their own religious beliefs, even if they differ from our own. That is what being reverent means to a scout. Today, I invite you to join us in reverence towards God and in thanking all of the people in the churches, PTAs, civic clubs, schools, and other other organizations who serve as leaders and charging groups for scout units. Thank you. A reading from Psalm 50, verses 1-6. through Adonai, our God, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Adonai comes and won't be silent. A devouring fire goes before God, while storms rage all around. God summons heaven and earth to the trial of God's people. Gather to me, my faithful ones, who make their covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens affirm God's justice, because it is God who is the judge. Salah. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Kiara, for reading our scripture this morning. Amanda Gorman, the National Youth Poet Laureate of the United States, shared her artistic gifts with the world as the only poet to perform at the Super Bowl 
and as the youngest poet invited to present at the presidential inauguration in the United States. Her poem, The Hill We Climb, begins with a question. Quote, When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? End quote. At the end of the poem, she answers the question by saying, quote, When the day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid. The new dawn balloons as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. End quote. Gorman was only 22 years old when she delivered her poem to a global audience of millions. This in spite of having a speech impediment. Up until the age of 19, she couldn't properly pronounce the letter R. She is one who is brave enough to be the light. But we don't have to have a global stage and an audience of millions to have our own opportunity to be the light. You and I, each and every one of us, we are called to be brave enough to see the light and to be the light. In the New Testament, Jesus instructs us to let your light shine. We're not responsible for creating the light within us. That is a gift from God. We were made in God's image, and we can allow God's light and love to shine from within our hearts if we say yes to God's grace in our lives. God's light is shining all around us. But we must cooperate with grace and say yes to letting our light shine, to allow God's light to be in us and shine through us. We are held in God's hands of care, and because of that, we can extend this same care to others. Because God first loved us, we are able to, uh, to love others. We extend love and grace to others because we are vessels of God's love. And that's how it works with God's light. God's light shines within us if we allow the light of God to do so. Now, I'm not speaking literally. At night, we still need a flashlight to walk in the dark. But you can observe something on the faces of some who seem to glow with energy and love. You may imagine a few members of our congregation who are the type of people that allow God's light to shine through them so brightly that you can see it in the joy and the love on their face. That is the energy of the Holy Spirit at work. The Holy Spirit shows up and gives energy and light and life to each and every one of us. It is this light that Psalm 50 is talking about. Quote, Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. End quote. 
God's light shines forth. The poet reminds us that there is always light if we're brave enough to see it. The psalmist says there is always light because God is always shining God's light upon the world and upon us. Out of the perfection of creation, God shines forth. Not because we've asked for it, prayed for it, earned it, willed it, or even wanted it, but simply because God's light shines forth. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. To say that we believe that God is holding our life means that we believe that the light of God shines on us, in us, and for us, no matter what. When we're hard at work and when we're at rest when people are watching, and when we're all alone, when we feel connected with other people, and when we feel isolated, when the actual sun is shining outside, and when the sky is gray. It's like that famous line, I believe in the sun even when it's not shining. That is what it means to say that God is holding your life. It means that God's light shines even when we don't ask for it, when we don't realize we need it, and when we can't actually see it. Even when we can't believe that God could or would shine light upon us. Even then, because there is always light, Because out of the perfection of creation, God shines forth. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. Thanks be to God. Amen. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. God is holding your life. Yes, God is holding your life. God is holding your life.